Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet. Oh, yeah. Where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James. Hey, stop. My name is James, also known as Mr. Well, when do I get my... When's my chance to speak? (laughs) I mean, you'll get a chance when I point to you. When? When's that? Oh, you've done it. I didn't... That was... That was... For example. Oh! And these ones that I'm doing... How do I know... When the point is the official point. My thumb point. will go up. How about you point and then you point with your other hand. You point to the point so okay. I know. <laughs> okay, and then right. I can start talking. Okay, all right. all right. So shut up, all right? All right, I'll shut up. Where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Yeah. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always, my co-host Nick Mason. Point one, point two. Nice. <laughs> Hello. It's great to be here. You ruined that. I No, I thought it was good. <laughs> Long-time listeners will find it delightful. New listeners have already switched off. Impenetrable. That's right. And you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to change the theme song to audio uh, to music only next year. Huh. We're going to do that. Wow. It's going to be a cool thing. Nice. A cool just a cool thing? Mu- it's a cool thing. You're going to figure out what the coolest genre of music is and just Absolutely. get some free YouTube library music. Yep. Okay, exactly. that's, that's great. I love that. I look, I'm looking forward to it. Is that song it. that goes... If you know, you know. You know. All right, Mason. One of Claire's songs. (laughs) Oh, can we get Claire to write a... We probably could. We could get her to write a theme. Yeah, we probably could, actually. Then we bring her on and we make fun of her. (laughs) We're doing something earnest. We could definitely do that. Yeah, that's great. All right, Mason. Uh, This week, we've got a lot of things to talk about. We're, of course, we're going to get to Godzilla... Minus one. Mm. Time codes below if you do want to jump straight to that or anything. I'm going to talk about, oh, no, the Christmas box office season could be in trouble. Oh, no. That's right. Is that part of our segment, oh, no, that's devastating news? Yeah, okay, we can okay, do that. Okay, terrific, all right. Zack Snyder's been running around saying some stuff, so I it's... thought let's talk about some of that stuff. Okay, you can clear it up because I saw some of that mm. and there was a lot of debate raging over he said something and he replied to somebody's question, but what was he actually referring to? Oh, I to? don't know any of that. Oh, I then I picked okay. out some things. And that it's going to remain a mystery, I think. We might have a writer for the next uh, Avengers movies. Man, I've cut my finger open. Is it quite severe? It's long. Was, it's, it's oh, long you know what it is? It's the, it's, the, it's the bottle cap. Wow. Yeah. Betrayal. Yeah. Wow. You happy with that? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, not at all. Um, we've got a normal men update. I've got three normal men to talk about this week. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, we're going to decide who's the most normal. God, there's a lot of normal men in Hollywood, isn't there? <laughs> so but many. who's the normalist? We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, trailers Ahoy, specifically for Furiosa, oh, yeah. a Mad Max saga. And I want to talk about a Dark Knight Returns controversy. Did you see that this week? Oh, no. It's a situation about, we'll talk about it. We'll get Is it, to uh, it. the Dark Knight's ending explained? <laughs> we could do that. Is that what it is? Dark Knight Returns, gonna... not the Dark Knight Rises. Ah, oh, never mind. Okay, it's a comic right. book. Okay. Oh, and also Jordan Vote Roberts, who messaged directed. me. 
Kong Skull Island. Well, he messaged me. That's the most important thing. Um, I'm going to talk about in later's um, all the things, all the the inside information about Kong Skull Island that he sent over, which is a good week to do it. It's a big Godzilla time at the moment, isn't it? Absolutely. Monarch, we've got minus one. We've got some Kong X Godzilla posters. Different continuities. Absolutely. And Planet of the Apes, which is different. It's different. I think there is a crossover, though, isn't there? Isn't there like a King Kong Planet of the Apes crossover? Oh, maybe. I think there is. I mean, if there's a. If there's an Archie versus Predator, there's almost certainly a Planet of the Apes versus King Kong. Absolutely. Now, we couldn't go further, though, without acknowledging the people and their Spotify wrapped that have sent our way. That's right. We've got a lot of tweets. So many kind things on various social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, That's right. Twitter. There's a, there is a, uh, there's a Spotify wrapped mega thread in the yeah. uh, Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are, you know, very, very kind. It's always nice to see um, who we are with in the, uh, in the, in the top podcasts, you know. Usually Auntie Donna. Yeah, yeah. Who we've defeated and who we've been defeated by. Finally. Yeah. For both yeah. of those things. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some of the people's listening numbers. I mean, we appreciate any amount of listeners. <laughs> That's right. Listenings. But, I mean, a lot of the numbers are rookie numbers. Sure, yeah, yeah. Unlike, for example, uh, I, I think our winner here is, is Keegan Andrews. No, the winner is uh, Raw Collings, who has listened to every episode multiple I, times. That's true. Including all the really bad stuff, mm-hmm. and crucially, all the very long awkward silences where we look things up. Yep. Or we we get in a fist fight. We get into a fist fight. Exactly. You just hear a scuffle. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. A scuffling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I bandage my 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 wounded hands. <laughs> yes, yes. From, from an attempt to open a a sugar free soda that yeah. I hurt myself. All of these. This is not bleeding. God, you're a big wuss, Mason. It's bleeding ish. Yeah, bleeding ish. All right, mate. Ah, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, to the best of my knowledge, our top listener is Keegan Andrews, who listened for 47,761 minutes. Oh my God. He's our top 0.5% fan. And how many days is that? Uh, 32, 33 days. God damn. That's right. I mean, it does say 0.5%. Mm. So maybe everybody at this level is equal, or maybe there's like a – I wonder if there's a 0.1% Oh, there's fan. an upper. But they're probably too busy to post on Facebook or anything. They probably are, yeah, because yeah. they've gone insane. They've gone insane, yeah. yeah. They're trapped in a room. Absolutely. Let's talk about this, Mason. Oh, thanks. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. just Spotify. That's not including like everything else. That's right. So yeah, wonderful. It's not like title. No. You know? What's on what's it is? What is that? What's going on? Title is Jay-Z's. I know what it is, okay, but what's right. going on there? <laughs> I don't think we're on title. No, what? Somehow, yeah. It's disappointing. Okay. Anyway, also Spotify sucks. We all know, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad place run by psychos. Yeah, for sure. We don't pay anybody, including us. Yeah. So that's good. But uh, if we applied that metric, we wouldn't have a podcast. It's everything. We, we wouldn't talk about anything on this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of, Mason, yes. this is by Variety. Theatre owners are concerned over the Christmas box office season. Oh, cry me a river. <laughs> oh, I'm about to go out of business. We're a family-run cinema and we've been around for decades and we're going to go out of business. Boo-hoo. Well, you should have bought Netflix when you had the chance. <laughs> right. Family-owned business. Yeah. Uh, there's a few owners have spoken out to Variety, including Phoenix Theatre owner Corey Jacobson. Oh, so the reason for this I should also point out, I didn't mention this, is because of Aquaman 2 is not tracking super well. It's not Traquamaning very well. No, it's not. Aquaman's not Traquamaning. No, I mean, it's the same with the Marvels. It's like it's a sequel mm. to a movie that people have, like, forgotten. It's not connected to anything. That's people true, yeah. are sick of it and, yeah, yeah. and it looks whatever. And again, like, you know, we have been conditioned to – watch these movies with the expectations they connect to the next We get a movie. post-credits. We get a post-credits and, like, it's all to build up with the next saga and the the, the continuity is going to continue and you have to watch it in order to make have sense to of the it. next thing. But if we, if you know, like, if, you, if you've given people that mindset and then you go, this is the last one of these and it's probably not going to connect to anything else. And it then, doesn't matter, yeah. Then we're like, well, probably uh, don't, don't worry about it then. Don't worry about it, exactly. Yeah. 
So Phoenix Theatre owner Corey Jacobson says, you can't look at the release schedule between now and the end of the year and find... I actually can. Okay, look at the release away from and now find the one movie that stands out like Avatar as the big film. Oh. Exhibitor relation analyst Jeff Book uh, says, the holiday What's season... What's his name? Book, B-O-C-K. Bock? B-O-C-K? Yeah, Bock. Like Sock. Yeah, like Sock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the holiday season is on the shoulders of Aquaman... And that's not a good shoulder to put anything on. Ouch. He has wonderful shoulders, actually. Very broad and probably tattooed. And Jeff Logan, the owner of Logan Luxury Theatre, says, ooh, luxury, must be nice. Logan Luxury. Student, studios have IP and they think it's their golden ticket, but it's oversaturated. We've seen it all before multiple times. These things aren't events anymore. They aren't rare. It's just this month's superhero movie. Ooh. Patrick H. Willems did a video recently on the – what Killed Cinema, which I mm. recommend people yeah, check yeah, out. Yeah. And he talks a lot about like this kind of stuff specifically. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think there actually might be a saviour this Christmas season. Oh, yes. Um, Christmas with the Cranks 2. <laughs> yes. <And it's laughs> Legacy obviously. sequel. Christmas with the Cranks Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, or what, is that – was that a not a Michael Crichton – what? What was what was Christmas with the Cranks based on? That was like a Tim Allen Jamie yeah, Lee. Yeah, but it was Curtis. based on a book and it was based on a Michael Crichton. No, it wasn't Michael Crichton. It was like a Pel- the Pelican Brief guy. Oh, okay. I think. Maybe I've made this up. Maybe I've got Is it Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah. And it's definitely that one. Yeah. Right, it's let's... definitely based on like Let's a... find out. Let's find I'm... I cannot wait for this. This is very exciting. Yeah, it's based on the novel Skipping Christmas by John Grisham. You I are correct. knew it. You are correct. I knew it. You go. You are an absolute wow. madman, Mason. Thank you. But anyway, I, what's the movie that's actually going to save some I think potential? Wonka could. Okay. No, sure. I'm not saying it definitely could. Uh-huh. Director of Paddington, first mm-hmm. reviews are out this week. People like it. I think it could the greatest showman it. Remember yeah, that came out? Yeah. People were like, who cares? This is nothing. And yeah, then it yeah. became this huge hit. So I think, and, it, and it's a musical. So I think it, you know, Christmas season, whatever, mm-hmm. I think it could be Wonka because it's could not be going to be fucking Aquaman 2. It's probably that not going to be Aquaman 2, no. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think it's going to make like $2 billion sure. like Avatar. It could make four, five hundred million. Yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. potentially. If I'm wrong, I'm going to delete all these episodes. All of them. All of them? All the ones that I've ever said Wonka. In. Wow. How yeah. are you going to do that? AI? Uh, Collings will do it. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> And I think you'd enjoy that. I think so too, yeah. <laughs> All right, got another. What a great Christmas treat for him. <laughs> so, Zack Snyder's been doing his Rebel Moon press conference because mm. Rebel Moon Part 1 is coming out. Soon it's 22nd of December, I think. Quite soon, yeah. Yeah, which I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to. Let's yeah. see it. Uh, he's, he's been talking a lot of stuff, saying, talking about his version of the DC Universe, how it was never supposed to build to like a. Avenger-style movie because he doesn't make those kind of movies. And, and you know what? Respect to him for not answering st- – not continuing to answer these questions but not having like a deep sigh right at the start. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he, he likes doing it for yeah. a time. He also talked about how he like he spoke to James Gunn. He gave him his blessing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things he said was that he also believes that the superhero genre has not evolved and doesn't have the ex- and he doesn't have the excitement for it that he used to have. And I think that is true. Like we are seeing that and people are recognizing it. Again, mm-hmm. it's like the theater thing. It's like this is just another one of these things that happens sure, every yeah. month. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. exciting anymore. But he did say he would be open to helming one more DC movie and he said it was The Dark Knight Returns, but only if it's a true representation of the graphic novel. Interesting. Okay. Which he could do. I mean he did Watchmen, so he would just do like that, right? And he did the bits in – Batman v Superman, that is just the Dark Knight Where there's a bunch of Dark Knight Returns yeah, stuff yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. In a way, yeah. he did already do that. 
<laughs> in a way, he, sort in of. In a way, he did. And, you know, Batman, he's got the suit on. Who you want, who you want old Batman? Old Batman. Old Batman. Get Affleck again. Kidnap him when he's, he's on not, a Dunkin' Donuts run. I don't think run. he's old enough. I think you need to go oh, older. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. If he uh, was, He's probably not that much older. If he was bigger, Josh Brolin, he's, he could be big enough, I guess. Nah, he's too young. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not older than... People were talking about Eastwood in, like, the early 2000s. They were, that's true, yeah. Um, now he's 100. Yeah, so perfect. What about a gruff Jeff Bridges? You gruffed him up. I think he's too old. Mm, so you need mm. someone younger than Jeff Bridges. That's right. Shirley Temple. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Sure. Who's broad and old? So, I mean, because it's it's tough because, you know. you got to be broad and you old. You hunch down when you yeah. get older. You get you shrink down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know? Don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think about it. Peter Wells. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And he's got the mustache, which yeah, he yeah, then yeah. shaves off in the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, cool. Yeah. And he's normal. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Uh, oh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, Deadline have reported also that Loki and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness writer Mikey, Mikey, Mikey I call him Mikey, we're friends. Yes, yeah. are you Michael, good friends? Uh, Michael Mikey Waldron will write 26's Avengers the Kang Dynasty if it is going to end up being that. Sure. I think he's a great choice. I think people are too harsh on Doctor Strange too. I think I it's agree, fucking yeah. pretty good, man. I remember, it's I fun, understood. especially compared to like some of this more recent yeah, stuff we've that's seen. that's right. You know? Everybody has a little pizza ball. Yes. That's fun. It's got a, like a Sam Raimi flavor to it. Speaking of, apparently he's still one of the top choices for the Avengers movies. Just as a side note, what an absolutely insane invention, like a pizza, pizza ball. ball. How would you even make be that? Be hot on the outside. Not on the outside. Well, the whole thing what if it was on the, the Would you like it on the inside? If you made a pizza ball, it's on the Yeah, inside. but that exists. It's got the pizza pocket. No, no, it's a ball, not a pocket. Oh, then yes. It's a ball, Mason. But then how do you cook it? How do you, how do you cook it? That's up to you. <laughs> oh, well. You're asking the, me? The choice is there for this me. This is your invention, probably. Yeah, that's right. Did you bring this up? <laughs> no. Anyway, let's do a normal man update. Mm-hmm. So we might even do a poll uh, on the, <laughs> the Planet Broadcasting Great Bates Who's group. the most normal man and in And by that, I mean Colleagues. Sure, yep. Or any of the wonderful admins there, obviously. Uh, This is by Variety. So this is normal man number one. David Zaslav, who's the CEO of Warner Brothers, Mm. who apparently uh, didn't work in the movie industry until 2021, which is something I recently found out. Yep, that's right. But that's fairly evident, isn't it? Yep. (laughs) He said uh, this on cancelling Batgirl. For those people who don't know, there was a Batgirl. If you're listening to this, you probably know, but there was a Batgirl movie. It was pretty much finished. Uh, it's got Michael Keaton and Brendan Fraser in it, mm-hmm. and they cancelled it. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman, specifically, yeah, by sure. the way. No, he's not just in it. He's yeah. Batman. And Brendan Fraser's The Whale That's right. was also in <laughs> he's it. He's also in it, yeah. yeah. And he said, uh, I'll, I'll, and they cancelled it for tax reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he says not about that. He said, we decided that we have to have courage. The question is, should we take, should we take uh, certain of these movies and open them into the theatres and spend another $30 million or $40 million to promote them? When I look at the health of our company today, we needed to make those decisions. And it took real courage. God, it's, it's so courageous, I think, to take somebody else's art and just squash it. Just bin it. Just chuck it in the bin, you know? <laughs> and it's worked out so well for Warner Brothers. Yeah, they're, they're, lo- they're, they're loving They're doing life. so well. They have had some hits this year, though, to be fair. Barbie, the upcoming Wonka, which is going to be yeah. the hit of the season. That's right. All of these things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but, I mean, just imagine if they'd been if, it, if they didn't do Barbie, they did Holly Pocket or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it just... They could have. It just sunk like a stone. And yeah. they were like, oh, okay, It's right. obvious that the reason why that movie worked because they gave it to Greta Gerwig. Mm. And she did a, like a weird, fun version. And of it was it. a kind of lightning in a bottle. It's the it's the toy that every, you know so many people loved, but they'd never made a big theatrical movie about it before. So it's gonna be an yeah. event kind of thing. You exactly. Know? Anyway, and Greta Gerwig, I think, and Margot Robbie have said something along the lines of, "Yeah, we've got we're not in any particular rush to make another one." So I think they will. Mm-hmm. I think this is like a tactic to like hold out for money. 
Because, you know, because you'd be oh, like, sure, oh, absolutely. I don't really yeah. want to do it. Oh, I could yeah, never. Ooh. And then they're like, do you want $40 million? Yeah. Like, all right, we can do it. I guess I now I do want to do it for $40 million. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. He uh, was at the. Bobby. He spoke to the New York Times Deal Book Summit. He's, of course, the CEO of Disney, who recently came back. Yes, that's right. Um, now, he's also passing a lot of the blame for what happened to, with Disney to Bob Chapek, who he chose to take over. And, Bobby. And we got a bunch of weird decisions that that guy made. But also, like, Bob Iger was a part of the Bobby. reason why, like, Disney Plus has had such a big push and. Killed yeah. all Pixar movies because and killed and most stuff most and, movies at and most movies that they've Honest, had this year yeah, yeah because the people have been again people have been conditioned to you know you you wait thirty days mm-hmm. and it'll be on Disney Plus so you don't have to you know you don't have to spend a hundred bucks on taking your family out and arranging all that you can just wait you can just not tell your kids it's out this thing it's a goddamn thing mm-hmm. he said quality needs attention to deliver quality. It doesn't happen by accident, and quality, in our case, diluted quality, and Marvel has suffered greatly from that. From now on, also, they're only going to make sequels if there's a good story to tell. Interesting. And he also said the Marvels, which recently bombed, was shot during COVID. There wasn't as much supervision on set, so to speak, where we have executives there really (laughs) looking over what's being done day after day after day. Mm. What's interesting about that, that he would pick that movie specifically, Uh is that they have had they've been so, this, they had so many bombs this year, or movies that underperformed. Wish recently came came out. Did it? Fucking disappeared. Because I have seen, <laughs> I, over the last, I reckon, week or so, I saw a bunch of tweets about Wish. Yeah. And they were like, Wish is pretty fun, and here's a clip of a song or whatever, and here's, oh, what, here's, they've, they've tied all the, you know, other Universes properties together whatever. or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if it's out or if, this is people getting advanced screenings to review it. Yep. I don't know if it's out at cinemas. I don't know if it's on Disney+. Plus. Yep. I've I've seen no advertisements for it. You wanted to watch Pinocchio live-action remake again in I preparation did. for that's Wish. That's exactly right. Because that's also Wish Upon a Star. Yeah, you want to know that. How does it connect to The Lion King live-action remake? So Wish bombed, Indiana Jones. I hate them. That's how it's connected. <laughs> I hate them both. Wish bombed, Indiana Jones bombed, mm-hmm. Ant-Man 3 mostly bombed. Yep. Haunted Mansion bombed. Remember that was this year? Yeah. Like I, all of these bombed. I vaguely remember it. If it were clo- if it was released closer to, I don't know, Halloween. You mean not in like July yeah, or Yeah, I'd probably remember it. <laughs> Do they, was the idea there be, that they were going to build a bunch of hype so that by, by the time Hall- Halloween actually happened, like From it was Disney taking Plus, place? Maybe? maybe. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Apparently it's fine yeah, as well. Sure. Yeah, I don't and know. And it's filled with product placement. Sure. That's great too. Two great things. A movie that's fine guy, and choked with product placement. The, the, the premise, isn't that one of the, the isn't there an element of it like that one of the main characters' wives died at a Jamba Juice or something? Yeah. <laughs> no Doesn't idea. matter. It's not important. I have no idea. It's a booster juice. Is that on Disney Plus yet? Who cares? Uh, it is. Yeah. Great. I'll check it out. Ne- uh, never. Next, next. Never. Next Halloween. And then of course we got uh, Elon Musk's interview with Andrew Ross Sorkin. Mm. Uh, we he, he was and this does tie in because he was asked about. Um, what he feels about all these major brands pulling out of advertising on Twitter. Yeah, and he's like, it's their fault. Yeah. When Twitter fails, it's their Also, he still calls it Twitter, if you noticed. Yeah. This thing but he's like, he oh, it's X, actually, and then they would just flip on it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like his brain doesn't work or has stopped working or always works like this, mm. which is badly. Anyways, he interrupted during that question. He said, don't advertise. Somebody's going to try and blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money. Go fuck yourself. And then if you watch the clip, there's a really long pause where he looks back and forth at the crowd for some kind of reaction. Like an, like an applause break or something, <laughs> and, yeah. and then again he says, go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. And then there's a polite-ish applause. Incredible. 
the whole interview, it's the most fucking weird and desperate thing I've ever seen he says, in my entire life. He says, I've brought you, he talk, he's talking to the interviewer, and he says, we're here together because we're friends, Jonathan. And the guy <laughs> goes, my name's Andrew. <laughs> Is that moment? Yeah, there's that moment. Um, Pretty he, normal. He also said what this, ab- also, an advertising boycott, like, Nobody has to advertise with you. Mm. This, like, this is the market yes. existing as yeah. markets do, where people make decisions. Also, like, the reason why they pulled out is because of like an anti-Semitic tweet, which he, which he did, which he also took back. He's like, I shouldn't have done that, but also I don't apologize and fuck Bob Iger specifically. Uh-huh. But like, that was the last of like a long line of things which got him here. Like, he's been doing weird shit with it like for a year now. Yeah, you uh-huh. know, it's not like it was just this. And he's got that woman, her name's Linda Yakarina, oh, yeah. I think, who he'll do something insane and then all her tweets are like, boy, I love having a coffee to start my day and you can do that on X. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. He said, what this advertising boycott is going to do, it's going to kill the company and the whole world will know that these advertisers killed the company. It will be documented in great detail. Sorkin said to Musk that advertisers would likely push back on the notion and point out that he was the one who prompted their pullback. Tell it to the judge, he said. The judge is the public. Nice. That's bold. Now, I like it. I think, and look, there's a lot of theories on Are this. Are we picking who's the most normal guy? Yeah, we'll do that. But okay. let's just, I think that he bought it initially maybe to try and make it better and make it as a promotional tool for himself. Uh-huh, sure. And because he can't do that, because yeah. his brain doesn't work properly, is that now he's actively trying to kill it yeah. and then blame it on advertisers, mm, right? Okay. And also, good, kill it. I would love that. Oh, yes. No, do it. Kill Twitter. Quite, Incredible. Like, generally speaking, I, like... Something will come back. Yeah, I no, I know, but Twi- Twitter has a particular combination of, like, okay, I can get... Jokes. I kill it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but you can get, like, you get, like, jokes and news and it's got inline video yeah. and it's not just, like, people picking scabs videos like all my Facebook feed is, you know, so... Well, that's your Facebook feed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, who's the most normal man here? I think Iger's out. You I are. think that's... That's I don't know. It's just not. That's not exciting enough. Yeah, you're right. It's not that's, exciting. That's standard patter, I think. Yeah. Of like, well, actually, we blame every. We blame everybody except us. Yep. The executives. We're doing our. We blame this one director. Yeah, that's exactly for right. everything yeah, that yeah. happened. We made them do a bad job, essentially, and now we're <laughs> we're uh, we're, we're mm. mad at it. Now Zaslav is like, and he's brave. You talked about he's how brave. very <laughs> courageous, isn't he? Yeah, like the troops. And that's not normal because being brave takes like you've got to be yeah, exceptional yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. Uh, and then of course we got Musk. I think I'm going to give it to Musk just because of the whole he's uh, he's I don't know but that's also brave because he's done it in he's done it live it's brave in front of a crowd and he's just doubling down it with every sentence yeah. so I think it's probably Musk this week God yeah. I love how people say that It's a tight race though boy is it yeah. we should do this every week well somebody actually had the suggestion that we add this because we have our weekly planet awards at the end of the year and we do we do most normal man of the year Oh sure and most this normal one yeah there. absolutely I think it's a really tight race I know you like Musk won this week mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's been a weird year, Mason. It's true, yeah. All right. Trailers Ahoy. <laughs> now, uh, we haven't seen these yet because at the time of recording they're not out, but The Boys Season 4, I think, has a new trailer, as, as does House of the Dragon and probably other things. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Well, we want to talk about Fur- Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Yeah. Which is the next prequel Uh-oh. in the Mad Max universe. Would you like Would you like a synopsis? Yes. Also, it's set 45 years after the civilizational collapse, Mason. Okay. When the big Mad Max happened. Yep. 
um, in Cobram. And all, that's right. Yeah. In, uh, right, out, right in front of the dog in the tucker box. <laughs> that's when the fall of humanity happened. <laughs> Correct. In front of the big statue of Ned Kelly. <laughs> As the world fell. Glenn Rowan. Young Furiosa is snatched from the green place of many mothers and falls into the hands of the great biker horde led by the warlord Dementus. Sweeping through the wasteland, they come across a citadel presided over by the immortal, the immortal Joe, while the two tyrants <laughs> war for dominance, dominance, Furiosa must survive many trials as she puts together the means to find her way home. Okay. So, wow, Mason. Now, is is the green place, is that where, you know, you know, in, in Fury Road there were the Megan Gale, yeah. that group of women yeah. warriors, were they from the green place? Is that? I believe so, okay, yeah. Okay, right, 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 right. Mm. Well, I would just go there then. Incredible movie that, by the way. Pretty good. I feel like just looking at the trailer, mm-hmm. I don't know whether this – I don't know. I mean, it's 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 George Miller. Well, here's the thing. Also, I remember when the Mad Max Fury Road trailer came out. I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. He's done some happy feats or whatever it was. Happy, did a few happy I don't know about this. Between, yeah. And it was like, I think it it's it definitely said the original Fury Road trailer was like from Mastermind George Miller or something. I'm like, I don't know, man. You'd think he's lost it. Yeah, but he hadn't. So no, that's and an this this feels comparable to that. Movie. I mean, I don't I don't think the visual effects are finished. In this trailer, no, I think they'll there's some weird color schemes going on, mm. like color grading. But you know, mm. it's got war boys, it's got big cars, it's got That's sand, right. it's got a Morton Joe. He's back. It's got not played great by Chris Hemsworth. They're two different men. I think they are different men. Chris Hemsworth, different noses. But Chris Hemsworth is playing a, a weird freak. Yeah, and boy, that's great. Is he? You know, because yeah. that's what you do after you do a Marvel movie. You do a you do a weird freak. Big weird, or you do big, a big black and white movie. man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You know, One of those two things. Yeah, two options, yeah. That's right. Well, I mean, that's what Christian Bale did. He was a <laughs> weird black and white man, wasn't that's he? That's true. With Chris Hemsworth. That's right. That's probably where Chris Hemsworth got the idea. Uh, no doubt. Bale's probably like, you. after you do this, you do a, you do a black and white freak. <laughs> you do a real freak. <laughs> you probably did say that. Where am I from? I don't even know. Yeah. Am I from Wales? Um, am I from Wales? James. Is he from, yeah, he's from, from Wales. From, yeah, from you're Wales. from Wales, Christian Bale. Oh, thank you. You should know that. Well, now I do. <laughs> and I thank you and good night. <laughs> So, um, it's with that guy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Surely know. the airfare alone from Wales to here yeah. exorbitant. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know people also talked about like, oh, it's, it looks like you can see a lot of the CGI in this. If you look at the behind the scenes of Fury Road, yeah. there's a bunch of fucking CGI in that movie that you do not notice. You do not know is there. Exactly. so much in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem playing Immortan Joe in this. I couldn't find because the actor the, the, for the, it. The previous, the, it was died, Hugh Keyes yeah. Burns who was also in. He was, he was, the, he was in the original. In the original, so and he's passed away. So and of course this is a young guy. So yes, uh, I don't know. Let me check. Immortan Joe, new actor. Oh, a mystery. Hello, amazing. Do you think this is a deliberate mystery? I've seen people say it's Chris Hemsworth, but it's not. They're yeah, like two not, yeah, distinctly yeah. different characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Probably like George Miller's son or something. Yeah, it just says he will return on the Wikipedia page. Okay, sure. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. Anyway, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, mm. looking the part. Um, I think. Look, I with hair, but with hair yeah. for a time. Yes. I think. I look. I definitely like. If you had it asked me before they started filming this, I would have uh-huh. preferred like a Charlie's Theron led like Furiosa movie. I'd be happy yeah. with that. But you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what it is. Now Google says if you look at the, the cast for Furiosa, it also does say Charlize Theron. So does that mean she's in it? Or is this Google? Uh, this is this is could, Google. Could be. Is this that, Google like, that's broken? Could be just nonsense. It also says Tom Hardy. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking this is just a case of Google is broken and it's Google is broken. Google is broken. Sad to hear it. Yep. You hate to say it, mate. <laughs> that's right. You really hate yeah, to say it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, there's a woman in this. Look again. This could be very wrong. Sure. But there's an actor in it, Xanthia Marinelli, and she is playing treadmill rat, which I think is <laughs> all right. Pretty great. I like that. Pretty great. 
Uh, so this is out in May of 2024. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, people have been asking, are you going to do the uh, Mad Max movies for Caravan of Garbage? Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to revisit yeah. those. Yeah. The good ones. Which is all of them. That's but right. But especially the fourth one. It's the best one by quite a long yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's insane. It's a very good movie. Yeah. And I don't even understand it. Like I'm watching, I'm like, why is this so great? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's but, makes me mad. But then you realize you're watching the, the Cinema Sins video on it. <laughs> That's right. Which I often do. Uh, did you see this? Uh, this is oh, um, your one bit of news. Well, not really, but I just thought um, Variety's released their 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 lineup for actors and actors. You know, they do the um, oh, the YouTube, some series, interesting ones YouTube here. series yeah, yeah. where they they pair up two actors and just have them chat. Mm. I don't know if they give them an initial talking point or whatever, but they're just like, bang, here we go. So here's a first. so it's going to be this includes Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo. That's going to be interesting. I think. Ah, uh, two blokes. Just two blokes. Two blokes who love being in a post credit scene for Iron Man 3 together. That's exactly Reunited. right. Reunited. That's right. And other movies they probably did together. Who knows? Uh, the one that people are probably looking forward to the most, which is Killian Murphy and Margot Robbie together. Absolutely. Good That's very exciting. Yep. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else, James? Who else? Who else? Who's who else? Uh, Who's Emma with? Stone and Bradley Cooper. That'll okay. be good. Yep. Remember that when that movie where Emma Stone was Japanese? Oh, Aloha. Yeah. That was like the Jerry Maguire dude made that. Yeah, and Everyone's yeah, like, yeah. we fucking hate this. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I wonder if that'll come up. <laughs> I wonder if that'll come up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jeff- I would say probably, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright and Taraji P. Henson, that'll be good. Okay. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright's got, got that movie coming out called yeah, American uh, Fiction. The, yeah. Yeah, where, where he's, uh, he's, you know, he's, a, he's an author who is, who is not having a great deal of success and then they're like, what if you invent a backstory is like a... Like a cool street like guy. Like a cool street guy. Yeah, that looks really yeah. exciting. Um, Carrie Mulligan and Mar- Michael Fassbender. Okay, cool. Others, you know, others. Just others. Just others. Oh, Alden Ehrenreich and uh, Devine Joy Randolph. That'll Who's be that? good. Uh, look, I'll be honest. I don't know who Devine Joy Randolph is, but I know who Alden. Oh, yeah, I know her. Oh, she's in The Holdovers. Yeah, yeah. Coming I, I got to watch that. Is that out? Yeah, she's in Lost City. That's yeah, a fun yeah. That's a fun little movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, is she? That's the... Um... Channing Tatum, um, Sandra Bullock. One. Yes, okay, she's in that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's terrific. Well, then mm. I might know exactly who that is. Well, good for you, Mason. Uh, Annette Benning and Julianne Moore. Maybe they'll talk about Dick Tracy. Maybe they'll talk about Dick Tracy. They'll talk about Dick Tracy. Anyway, those are all very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll watch clips of them on X, which we all should do. <laughs> yep. Mason, I've got one more thing. It's a Dark Knight Returns. I would say controversy slash revelation Whoa. in relation to the comic. Now, you're familiar with the iconic Dark Knight Returns cover, yeah. the main one. What is it? Tell me. It's uh, it's it's Batman in silhouette, yep. and he's leaping through the air, and he's being illuminated by a big bolt of lightning coming out from behind him. Or is it in front of him? Wow. Yeah. So you do know about this. Yeah, I know about this. What did you – okay, so it was revealed this week by Captain Kraken, I think was the first one <laughs> okay. to uh... – But not Frank Miller. No. Who presumably drew it. I think so. Yeah. Um, who – I think he was the first person to mention this, or at least recently he said, for some reason I find myself wondering uh, at Mark Miller's thoughts on this. Apparently Frank Miller always intended for this Why shot. Why does he want to know what Mark Miller's up to? Because he's a comic book man. Oh, okay. Uh, does he think they're brothers? Yeah, they're brothers. Okay. Oh, uh, apparently Frank Miller always intended for this shot to be Batman front-facing when most people see it as back-facing. I've always seen it as back-facing. Same. Thoughts yeah. on the artist versus audience interpretation. Now, I know you've seen this probably, mm-hmm. but I've just got the pictures in case you didn't. So this – did you see this? So that's what it's – See, that's what how people see that's it. That's how I see, see it. it, yes. But if you look at the original, oh, it's interesting. Okay. Well, I guess it would make like narrative sense that he's he's coming at you. Yeah. He's come your crime and he's coming at you, you know? What I thought was interesting though is that even Zack Snyder, when he used that shot in mm-hmm. um Batman v Superman, his is from the back also. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. so there's like I always just I also like I on the back I I don't know, I just this 
blew my mind, Mason. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. so anyway, I just thought that was super interesting. Yeah. And, you know? So have you ever seen that optical illusion where you look at all the plates and they're all like concave and then you look at the one plate and all the plates flip? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. I don't, don't even know, know what a plate is. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, and I think we've mentioned this pro- uh, uh, previously, but last year that cover sold at auction for $2.4 million. Oh, my God. So there you go. We should get it. Oh, yeah. We should get it. Should we crowdfund it? So we don't, no. have, to, we don't have to spend our own money. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to spend my own money. You think spend our own money. I would hate to do that. Collins, take out that part where <laughs> James said we'll spend our own money. <laughs> All right, should we move it along? Yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. 
You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Godzilla minus one. That's right. It's the newest Godzilla movie, but it's not in any of the known continuities. It's a new continuity. Oh, we'll get into that. Do we need to? That's probably enough. Yeah, we don't know. Here's the thing. We, yeah. don't, we don't really know. It's not set in the American Godzilla monsterverse. No. It doesn't, it's not set in like the, the, the original 1950s Godzilla something. Something. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I, I look, I looked it up briefly and it says that it's a, it's a movie set in, it's, it says it's the, uh, the fifth film in the franchise's Rewa era. But I don't think any. I don't think all of those movies are connected. Okay, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I don't need to know that. No, you don't need to know that. Yeah. Now, on a budget of fifteen million dollars, I want to talk about how that is possible, or even sure. if that is true, mm. because how? Yeah. Um. It looks like it's going to make worldwide this. Or at the moment, time of recording, uh, about twenty five million dollars. But I feel like it's not playing in cinemas everywhere. I know yeah. here it isn't. We had to go to special screenings, didn't we? we sure did. It's sort of yeah. It's sort of, we're sort of doing sort of a limited release, advanced showings. And right my now. screening had like four people in it. Oh, because I went to the IMAX and it was packed. Mm. So there you go. Okay, there you go. I want to see it as a big spectacle. I think it's definitely a big spectacle to check out. Mm. Um. So yeah, that's very interesting. It looks like it could be one of those movies where it's just. You know, a good movie, a good movie that people yeah. go and see, and it's fun, and people I like it, that. and word of mouth. Anyway, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. Yeah, tell me. God, all right. Tell me all about it. All right, okay. So it's uh, it, it the, the movie begins in the sort of closing days of World War Two. Yes, uh, nineteen forty-five, and, and just like King Kong versus the island. That's exactly right. And mm. uh, and the, the our main character is a man named Koichi, mm-hmm. and he's a Japanese fighter pilot uh, who's been assigned to the the Kamikaze division. Ten yeah. kamikaze, which a lot of people think is cool, but he yeah. doesn't think he doesn't it's think very it's cool. cool. And so he lands his plane at a, on a like a, a small island uh, that's sort of been manned by engineers. It's not King Kong's island. If that's not what King Kong's thinking. island uh, because he wants he doesn't want to do it. And there and, and some of the guys are like, yeah, fair call. Some actually. of the boys are like, some of the boys right. are like, it's, it's all right, man. It's all right, man. You know, you why you know why you don't have to blow. His, I mean, the end's coming of this war. Yes, you know, don't even worry about it. Kick back. Have some brewskis, you know? But he's conflicted. He's like, I feel bad. Yeah. I, don't, I can't enjoy these brewskis <laughs> because they said you should blow yourself up in this plane and yeah. I didn't. I can't enjoy these Asahi beers, which are probably a Japanese beer. That's I right. Think, You're absolutely probably. right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Uh, but then, guess what? What? Godzilla. Yep. Yeah. And this Godzilla, he's mean as fuck. He, yep. Yeah. He's not a nice man. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the least nice men you'll see in this movie. I would say predominantly nice men in this yeah, movie. Yeah, sure. Everybody's pretty nice. Everyone is pretty nice, yeah. yeah. They're, they're certainly harsh on each other. Yeah, that's right. But there's a general air of niceness about yeah. it. He has some Godzilla-type experiences. Yeah. And uh, and then he returns He returns to mainland Japan. It's uh, not looking good there, by the way. It's not looking good. Yeah. Uh, his, his village has been hit by some airstrikes. His parents are dead. Yep. Get over it. And uh, no, that's not what I would say normally. Yeah, but you know, he's it's a movie, and let's get on with yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit distraught, and then you know, and he and he and he meets a 
he meets a, you know, he, he's trying to get his life back together and then he meets mm. a nice lady and they're yep. friends. And That's right. And then guess what? Godzilla. Godzilla's back. Yeah. And he's way bigger. Yeah, yeah, and guess yeah. what? He still fucking sucks. That's right. He's but gotten it, worse, actually. But this time, we've got, we got some colourful characters. Yep. And they're there. And they're, they're all nice. Team up. They're nice and they're going to team up. They've got skills. That's right. You know? They want to kill a big lizard together. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a really interesting time period. So it's set, I think as late as it goes, is like 1947. Yeah. And I I looked. I, do, I wasn't sure what the meaning behind this name was, like Godzilla minus one. What does that even mean, uh-huh. right? And so apparently the concept is that in Japan, who had been devastated by war, um, they faced a new threat with Godzilla bringing the country to minus one. So they're at zero, they're yeah, at ground well, level, and uh-huh. then it's below that mm. where they're like, everything's bad, but what if a big lizard made everything worse? Yeah, right. Yeah. That'd be worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tell you what, Mason. I like that. This, this movie is great. What a, what a delight. Prior to this... Before we went to see this, we texted back and forth yeah. or something or a phone call. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And I said, I think this movie will be okay. There's going to be, I think we talked about, it'll be people in boardrooms being like, yeah. what are we going to do? Well, the, that, that happens maybe once. Yeah. The last Japanese Godzilla movie I saw was Shin Godzilla, which is yep. from 2016-ish, mm-hmm. which I saw quite recently. And the action in it is spectacular and I think it's a very good movie, but it is a lot of like people in boardrooms going, uh, have we filled out the correct forms to requisition the equipment to stop Godzilla? Yeah. And then there's a bit of action and they're like, back to those forms. Got to do it. But uh, this, great emotional story. Yep. All the characters, they've got. It's not woke. People are saying it's not woke. <laughs> Is that what they're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's no messaging here. Nobody said, nobody's saying Godzilla's a girl, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I thought it was, I bought my friend Paul. Oh. Uh, like, well, he goes, what are you doing this afternoon? And I'm like, I, I'm, I have to see this Godzilla movie. He's like, can we drink heavily? Yeah, and I said, we can, but I, ha- I have to see this movie first. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, can I come? I'm like, sure. And I'm like, bear in mind, I said to him, like, you are not going to like this. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because it's a Japanese Godzilla movie in Japanese. And he's like, is it a cartoon? And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. But just that's what this is subtitled. It's like, oh, okay. Anyway, we we... we Arrived at the cinema, and as we're walking in, he goes, why are you seeing this? And I go, for work. And he uh-huh. goes, why am I seeing it? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Are you <laughs> drunk? What's happening? <laughs> anyway, he enjoyed it as well. That's great. That yeah. is good to know. Yeah. That's, all, that's great. Yeah. But look, they, they, all the characters go on like a real emotional journey. Yep. You know, so so Koichi, he's kind of um, he's torn up by what happened in the war, and he feels like he abandoned yep. his post, and he didn't he didn't get any closure on that sort There's of thing. There's a lot of people demanding that he kill himself. Yeah. In ways that I don't think he should. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. think there's any moments in this movie where he should have killed yeah, himself. Yeah. And so and and his. He 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 is now living with this woman Noriko, yep. who is not his wife, but she sort of decided to start living in his house. Yep. And she she she's rescued a baby. She rescued a baby. It wasn't her baby, but she's looking after the baby. So now they're all just together, looking after the baby. Yep. Uh, and like he's watched them slowly build this life together. Yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. Rubble. Yeah, yeah. And Godzilla uh, shows up, and he sucks. That's exactly right. And yeah. then and then we got you know assorted friend, you know, yep. there's, a, there's a kind of nosy neighbor lady. Yep, there's a like, fun scientist guy. Yeah, there's a scientist guy. There's a guy who who just wants to get in on the action because he was too young to serve in the war. Yep, and uh, 33 in real life, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, they all go on these, you know, journeys together and they all – and it, oh, it, all, it all comes together at the end. Yeah, boy, know? does it. Yeah. And it's a bit like it's sort of – there's some Independence Day to it. Oh, yeah. Dunkirk somebody compared it yep, to, and sure. I think they're right. And, yeah, it's uh, it looks incredible. Okay, we should talk about this. I've written in – The movie Godzilla Minus yeah, One. Yeah, but how, does, we can talk how does it look like this? And, I mean, off the back of it being $15 million. Now, and, apparently. of course, you know, it isn't – 
the 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 it's not a one to one comparison the US movie industry and the Japanese movie industry. No, there's obviously. a lot of um, there's a lot of money wasted in the in yeah, the, you know. and I mean I think probably one of the major ones is that I I don't think Japan has the same like star system as Hollywood in the yeah. sense that like somebody you know they'll they'll fill a cast with people who demand. Twenty million dollars. No, or... nobody in this is like a huge star. Yeah, yeah, as far as I'm aware. Right, but they're all good. Yeah, they're all good. Um, but I, I looked into also why this might be the case because I was like, maybe this isn't fifteen million dollars. Because looking at this movie, it doesn't look that way. And I know the director yeah. also worked as like the VFX supervisor as well, like people taking on multiple roles and uh-huh. whatever. Apparently, I looked up a, there was a website, Animost Studio, and they were talking. And one of the things they said was that if you work at say Studio uh, Ghibli. Uh, which is the dream for many. It it's says. pronounced Studio Giblets. Studio right. Giblets. The salary offered is relatively low of 200,000 yen per month, which is approximately $450 per year. And apparently for VFX artists. You said $450 a year? $450, sorry, per week. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and apparently for VFX artists, it's not that much different. Right. So cost-wise in terms of like putting something together that looks like this. Mm. And a lot of the stuff that like um, that is done, like a lot of special effects done in Hollywood, it is – outsourced to other countries to do like, you know, like Japan and various other yeah, places. Right, uh-huh, sure. And that we see for animation as well, because they do it on the cheap and they do it quickly. Right. So I think a lot of the cost cutting here is just like people killing themselves to make this look the way oh, that okay, it does. Right. And I also saw the point. But it also is probably shot selection and, you know, the stuff. Oh, that, it's definitely all about having too, a plan yeah. in advance. Again, like the, the, when we, when we often talk about the American system, yeah, the, the present day version is, the Marvel system or the Disney system, which is, you know, as we, as we've, we've talked about as ad nauseum on this podcast, it is a case of like, just film a bunch of stuff yeah, and then we'll put it together later. And then we'll put Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll get the VFX guys to do 50 versions of a laser and we'll pick one. Oh yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah. And then it's going to be pretty (laughs) bad. It's going to look bad. And there's one version of a laser in this. I'll tell you that much Mason. Mm -hmm. But in this, yeah, it's, it's uh, know in advance what you're going to do. I presume. There's no also there's no like man in a suit Godzilla in this as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. A lot of the a lot of the more modern Godzillas as well, they still often defer to that. Yeah, right. Um in certain uh-huh. shots and yeah. but there's none of that going on here. Unless he's just a big mean boy, isn't he? So, oh mate, it's just mean and rude. Because some of the stuff that he does and yeah. this like harkens back to the original Godzilla movie. Well, I he's assume. a real menace in this. Like, yeah. you know, we've we've got well, he's a, for those who don't know, he's like, he's a metaphor for nuclear destruction. Yeah. Like that's what he is. Yeah, but in you know, in in all the the most recent American stuff. He is you can you can tell that they've they've sort of given the edict to the the visual effects guys and the, the people mm. who are, you know staging all the action stuff. You know he's avoiding that. You know get it, have him avoid civilians for the most part. Have him go under a we, boat. We don't want yeah go under a boat. Go around the buildings. We don't want to see him smashing through an office building with people in it or whatever. Yeah. This guy doesn't care. God, he doesn't it, give a hoot, James. Not only that, he actively goes out of his way. There's moments where he's just like shredding buildings. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like apropos of nothing. Uh-huh. Um, there's a there's. There's some incredible shots in this. There's a boat chase, and you might have seen the clip online if you haven't seen this movie, where his head's just out of the water. Like, he's doggy paddling. Yeah, chasing this tugboat. The atomic blast is insane. Yeah. Like the noise and like there's a – it's like a shotgun. It's like – it's not like this prolonged mm. kind of like – it's just like bang, and then there's just like this huge like shock wave and everything's mm. just – Destroy, and you might be like, sure, but we've seen that in it's Godzilla versus Kong or whatever, and it's cool, and it is cool. Or you might even be like, I saw it in Shin Godzilla, and it's like a blazer particle beam no. situation. It is, it's a whole new thing. Yeah, like it's worth the price of admission just to see. And feel oh, how like, was that in IMAX, by the way? Huge, huge, huge. Yeah, huge. Because there's moment, there's there's that there's that it it does that thing in some movies where there's that 
huge blast and then there's a moment of silence where yeah. everybody and just everybody was like transfixed. Absolutely. Nobody went, Ugh. <laughs> you know? No. No. I mean you did. No, I ke- I kept it to a minimum. <laughs> You only did it every I paused time. and then I'm like, just so everyone knows, I could have gone, uh, but I didn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> um, the other thing is what I thought was interesting because when he shows up at the start, he's uh-huh. significantly smaller. He's like a giant Godzilla. T-Rex. Yeah. Not Koichi. Yes. No, he's regular size. He's regular size. Time, he yeah. does not grow. He's the same size about the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and he like kills a bunch of like these mechanics on this island. Mm-hmm. He's not eating anybody. He's no. just like throwing people yeah. and chopping them. Like he's not he's not interested in Now is that because he's mean or is it because he's like a shark? Because you know how sharks yeah, okay. don't actually like the taste of humans. Maybe but that's they, it. But yeah. they test them out and they go, mm, no, and then they throw them away. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is that. But yeah, I also think if you are like I don't know if he has a huge amount of screen time, it probably it might be 20 minutes for the whole thing, who's uh-huh. to say? But it's real it's really scattered out quite well where you're never like, God, I could use some more Godzilla Yeah, it's this. a real good the, – the pacing is really good in the sense that you never go, boy, what movie are we watching again? You know? Is yeah. This, is, oh, it is a Godzilla movie. Okay. Where we at? Yeah, yeah. Where we at? But also I think the – you know, we've, we've talked about with, you know, the, the Monsterverse movies recently. There is There needs to be a good balance of the monster comes in and blows everything up yep. and you care about the human characters and you think they're interesting and they're on a journey that you can, you know, relate to and et cetera. And I thought uh, – all the human drama is really good. Absolutely. You know, if this were just a uh, movie about some people getting over the 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 horror and trauma of World War Two mm. and having their you know homeland destroyed and blah blah, I would I would be on board with that. Like Absolutely. I think they they it's it's a good it's a really good setting for this. Yeah. You know, and I think the time period speaks. Like I think it just lends itself to that so well, and just having this era of like. Technology. Uh, Gareth Edwards uh, spoke to the director. What's the director's name again? I can't remember. The director's yeah. name is, let me tell you, Takashi Yamazaki. Yeah, he was saying he was like jealous of like, oh, I should have thought of this, like right. this version of this. I like, should have made Godzilla mean. Yeah, make him mean or whatever. But mm. also like speaking of, the design is is something new again. Um, mm. It is that kind of like bottom heavy version. Uh-huh. So it's quite buoyant. Yes, right. It's a uh-huh. big ass boy floating uh-huh. around in the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think also one of the things that Kong versus uh, Godzilla did, which we'll talk about this week for Caravan of Garbage, not as well. The speed of Godzilla has increased in a way which I think doesn't work as well. Yeah, Whereas right. this, there's a real slow, like, it mm. takes him a while to turn and stomp and all of these Yeah, yeah. And he things. can, you know, he it, him, he could maybe, out, like a tugboat might be able to outrun him yeah. depending on the circumstances. So it feels, everything feels really tense. Also, because none of these actors are stars, mm. You don't know who's gonna die. Who's gonna die? And you don't like you don't know. You also don't. Well, I guess it's because I don't watch that many Japanese films. But I'm also like I don't know what the structure of this is. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to enact a plan to stop Godzilla, and then the Godzilla's going to kill everybody, and yeah. then they're going to have to start again. Or yeah. you know, I don't know. Well, that's the end of the. Or movie. that's the end. Or like they're they And I didn't even know how long this movie was going to be no. going in. And I'm like, okay. Or you know, I don't know if. Uh, you know, is this is is uh this the sort of movie where it ends and everybody's you know sad and whatever. everybody's you know is it going to be a is going to be a horrifically sad ending or what have you you know so yeah is it a movie where everybody's got to live because there's going to be a sequel or whatever and I think that was that that really added to the tension for me. We won't tell anybody that. No, that's will we? right. But Never. we might now in spoilers. We might in spoilers unless, unless you've got some more spoilery. 
free stuff. Uh, no, nope, I thought the production arm was really good. Yep. I mean, again, like replicating this time period, all the yeah. costuming, um, oh. it all it all works really, really oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say best movie ever. There's also a lot of green screen in that. Like I saw some – there's very little behind-the-scenes stuff and like oh. director interviews and things. Oh. Like I tried to find a bunch of stuff. Oh. There's not that much available. Well, he should have gone on Hot Ones. Uh, he should have gone on Hot Ones. <laughs> um, where, John Evans would have asked great questions. I completely agree. Where like – yeah, Godzilla they're... plays with kittens in one of those ones. <laughs> smash, smash. Smash, he'd smash. This one would, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd smash in his yeah. road. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there is, like, there's, and I'm not just talking about, like, when Godzilla is in it, but there is a lot of green screen and visual effects in this, which you would not necessarily know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, stuff that you'd be like, oh, you could just do that practically, yeah. and it's not. Often. I think we we have definitely, I've certainly, I've definitely fallen into the trap of, of the past of believing when a movie's like, yeah, this is actually VFX free. Mm. We actually we did all this for real, and uh, Tom Cruise actually he actually flew the plane into Iran or whatever. Yeah, oh, sorry, into the enemy's territory. I don't know where it is. North Korea, maybe. We yeah, don't, we don't, we'll, we'll never don't, tell. We'll never tell you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, spoilers. Uh, best oh, movie best, ever. Yeah, best movie yeah, ever. Nice. Yeah, great. I um look, I'm I can't say I've seen any of the Japanese Godzilla movies. Um, and people are saying that this is the best one though. Yeah, what people are saying. Well, I mean, that? again, I don't know. I've seen. I should watch the original. Yeah, I, look, I've seen I've I've seen the original original, the black and white one. Yeah. Um, and I've seen Shin Godzilla, and you seen some animated stuff, haven't you? Yes, because there was there were some animated ones where he's. Set and destroyed Earth, and he's like the size of a planet or whatever. Oh, that's too big. There's those ones. Uh, I have seen, yeah, and I'm sure I've seen clips of like I've I've always, you know, I like looking up clips of Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, or you know, those, or whoever is fighting, whoever is fighting for Mecha the day. So I've seen those. But I ran into a listener. Oh yeah, who was also at the screening. Did uh, you drop all your paperwork and like? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what yeah. Are we, what are we his doing? name I think was Lottie. Yep. And he said he loves all the. He's seen all the Godzilla movies. And prior to this, his favourite was Shin Godzilla announced this. Whoa, so, there okay. You go. So there yeah. you go. It's got the Lottie people. seal of approval. That's exactly right. Did you help Lottie pick up his papers or did no, you just keep going? Kicked him in a gutter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you could enjoy this even if you're not a Godzilla fan also. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Just human, a fan of good movies? Yeah, just a human drama. Yeah. Yeah. I think this would be a great introduction to, to Godzilla. Absolutely. You know, I don't think you have to be like, okay, well – you know, he started out as a metaphor for atomic uh, warfare, and then he became a, an, an anti-hero, and now he's the people's champion or whatever. Just this, just just a horror movie monster movie. Just a man, just a mean boy mm. running amok. Anyway, let's talk spoilers. Let's talk spoilers. I really like the way the different ways that they attempted to like to trap Godzilla yeah. or attack. Well, there's one big plan that they go through with at the end, and it's not just put a bomb at him. Sure, yeah. It's different and it's I mean, the last plan is just put a bomb at him. Oh, yeah, they do. Maybe do they should have tried that initially, you know? <laughs> no, they had to weaken him, Mason, oh, yeah, yeah, using yeah. buoyancies, That's true, et cetera, yeah. various yeah. gases to yeah. sink him and whatever. Epsom salts and so forth. That's right. You know, bath salts. Yeah. I really like the idea of, you know, these people who had been completely devastated oh, you like that, by you? war. Yes. Wow. But let me finish because I have another thing to say. Okay, great. And that also that, you know, them coming together, there's no, like the government isn't coming to save them. Yeah. Because uh-huh. the government had failed them already yeah, previously. Yeah. And so they're just like, well, someone's got to kill this giant lizard and we'll, we'll give it a, our best go. Yeah, yeah, And a lot of like vets and a lot of people who didn't fight in the war and various ages yeah. or whatever come together. I thought yeah. that was um, interesting. Uh, and, of course, you know, plot-wise spoilers, of course, uh, Noriko is seemingly annihilated oh by, the, by the the, the, the atomic breath wave. laser heat ray thing. Yeah. Um, but but she's fine. She's all right. At she's the end. all right. She's Did right you know she would be all right? Yes, because well, I thought so because I thought this man who everybody keeps trying to kill, make him kill himself, uh, right. needs to cut some. Cut well, I mean, I th- they laid the seeds as soon as when when uh, 
from the when she got hit by the the blast, she pushed him out of the way. I'm like, oh, okay, she is dead. And again, yeah. because I'm not familiar with Japanese cinema, I'm like, well, in American cinema, of course, she's still alive. Yeah. Uh, but but in the I'm like, well, maybe saying Japanese cinema is as as gutless as American cinema. That's right. I'm, I'm, no, I'm like, <laughs> well, it's probably not as gutless, and she probably is dead. Yeah. And then he has, you know, then he can he can be like, well, it was too late for me to tell my feel, but you know, I'll I'll help the daughter and etc. But then um, when and he was like, I'll also sacrifice myself. No, but when, yeah, that's true. But when when he brought in the mechanic yeah. from the island that he 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 thought he betrayed by by not helping at the start. Yeah. And the guy's like, now hear me out, 007. Here's how you activate the bomb. And here's one more thing. I'm like, well, that's the ejector seat. Yeah. This is the Dark Knight Rises. This is the Dark Knight Rises ejector seat. And I'm like, well, he's going to get out of it. And then I don't think they're going to go with, oh, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they could still go with, he survives and he raises the daughter on his own, I yeah. guess. But then he gets the tele- the, the the nosy neighbor gets the telegram at the end, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, this is all going to work out fine. And I reckon in maybe a lesser movie, I'd be like, well, isn't that convenient? Yeah, the woman who was blown across the city <laughs> by an atomic explosion from a giant reptile. Oh, she's fine, is she? Yes, that's great. She probably fell into a pillow factory. Oh, Mister Sacrifice isn't going to sacrifice himself at all. <laughs> great, isn't that terrific? For you didn't him? like the character of Mister Sacrifice. <laughs> I didn't like him at all. I thought that was really unfair. So he, uh, well, this is something. But it is my favorite Creed song, <laughs> Mister Sacrifice. <laughs> So he doesn't want to be a kamikaze pilot, so he pretends that his plane has issues, so he lands it on this island. At the start of the movie, yes. At the start of the movie, where the guy who helps fix the plane later is like, oh, nothing wrong with your plane. Interesting. Mr. Kamikaze, Mr. Sacrifice isn't sacrificing himself or whatever. And then Godzilla turns up and he goes, Mr. Sacrifice, listen, there's only one person who can operate the machine gun on the plane. You should run out. And You're the only person trained to pull the trigger on that that. Doesn't even, like, turn. You just got to pull it. And so he runs out to do it, but he can't because it's a big lizard. Then the big lizard kills everybody except Mr. Sacrifice and the Mm. the head mechanic. Yeah, yeah. And even then I'm like – that's a, that's a lot to put on a guy. Yeah, and also know? I don't think it would have worked. No, it absolutely would not have worked. It's never really well, – t- two things that are never really explained or, or given a definitive answer. Yeah. One is that, and I don't I don't think the, – the what I think is probably alluded to throughout the most of the movie is that he's ba- Godzilla is basically indestructible on the outside, but he's not on the inside, which is how you can do a but big But I, I don't even know if that's true because the, the reason why he grows big is because he's caught – it seemingly – it's like – well, He's that was my a other thing. Explosion, and that makes him grow like. Well, that was 10 my other thing. Is it ever? Is it ever? Is it ever determined? Is do they ever say specifically that it's because he was caught in one of the nuclear explosions? No, but you just kind of see it, oh. and that's why he like you see like his eye like go rah, whatever. Oh, of course, yeah, you do off. absolutely do. And right. then at the end, when they blow his head off, <laughs> and you think he's dead, and he sinks into the ocean, yeah, you see like he's kind of reforming. Mm. So I think it's it's. Imp- the implication is that he basically can come back from any situation yeah, and sure, he'll come sure. back. He's more scaled and scarred and stronger and bigger every yeah, time something yeah, yeah, happens yeah, yeah. to him. Mm. I think that's the idea. That's my opinion. Like a doomsday. I, do you think he's been inspired by Doomsday? Maybe. He's Doomsday. But I also, from the movie Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, no, Dawn I do think that actually. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I, I also a thing that I thought, I was like, oh, they actually killed Godzilla. I did not think that would happen. Oh. And then I was like, oh, no, they didn't really. That's <laughs> It's, it's a big sack of organs. But again, in the ocean. I guess, you know, and and um I don't know if they're going to do a sequel to this one. I would say almost certainly. Um they didn't do a sequel to Shin Godzilla. Well, Actually, I don't care. I don't okay. I haven't seen that. Uh but again, what they I guess th- this gives them the opportunity to say, okay, do we bring him back as a villain or a hero? Yeah. Because as you know, as as we know, the the, the original Japanese version sort of morphed into a, a guy who's fighting even more evil monsters. Yeah. So maybe they could be like, well, the uh, 
he regenerated and now he's not mean anymore. Because we blew up his we blew up his brain. We blew up his and entire his brain. brain. Is different. <laughs> yeah, he's got a different brain now. Yeah. Well, he his body regenerated, then he scooped up the bits of his brain yep. from the ocean floor, then put them in his head. Now he's a hero like Mark Wahlberg. That's right. He could have stopped nine yeah. eleven. His words, not mine. Okay. Just to clarify, right. that's what he said. Mason. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got some reviews here, Mason. Okay. It's from Cthulhu Lemon on Twitter who says, Godzilla minus one hits hard and real deep. Never in a million years did I think I would tear up in a Godzilla movie, but this one got me multiple times. Every character mattered to me. Oh, and new best Godzilla ever. Mm. Uh, hashtag Heat Ray. Hashtag Baby's Got the Benz. Hashtag Weekly Punapod. Guys, please see this. Baby's Got the Benz. That's a Radiohead reference. I don't know what that is. Wow. Um, we did see it though, Cthulhu Lemon. And these two are from the Great Mates Group. Planet Warsaw, Great Mates Group. You could join it. It's fun. Um, John, well, with a recommendation like that and a very clear <laughs> illustration of what it's called. I'm You'll sure people are going to find it, it in droves. Yeah. Jonathan says, Godzilla mean AF in this. Loved it. Breezy two hours. Had a great human story too. Very moving. And Travis said, by the way, top contributor, by the way. Very nice. Then you get on the show, man. A little badge. Yeah. No spoilers here, but when I came out of seeing Shin Godzilla back in Shin Godzilla back in 2016, your favorite movie, Mason. That's true. I didn't feel like I'd just seen a Godzilla movie. It just... Didn't have that magic I felt as a kid. Not that that movie is bad, just just giving my feelings. But coming out of Minus One, I felt like I've just finished watching a Godzilla movie. I haven't felt that way since 1999 when Godzilla 2K came out in American cinema. Ooh. So there you go. People are loving this across the They're board. It. Maybe yeah. this will be a sleeper hit. Maybe this will... I think it will be. You know, it'll... Uh, and again, you know, it's it'll be... Even if it does decent business over the next month or two... Yeah. In, in the West, it'll make its money back. So. It doesn't need to make much to, Yeah, because everybody seemingly was crunched to make this. I assume I don't know that for fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also saw the argument made that they probably needed it to look this good because they knew it was probably going to go to Western audiences. Yeah, right. And you don't want to put over like a shitty Godzilla movie yeah, where yeah, people right. like go, oh, this looks oh, is like Oh, this shit. what they like over yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Which yeah. I think, you know, that's I wonder also, like, but you know, when we talked about Oppenheimer, it was a lot of like, oh my God, it's that guy. Yeah. It's the guy from Numbers. Oh, you think this was like that? I wonder if this is like that for Japanese audiences. People are like, oh my God, that's the guy from the soap commercial. Oh my God, that's the guy from Japanese Numbers. Right? Yeah. The original. That's right. American Numbers was adapted from Japanese yeah. Numbers, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, but they just called it Numbers as opposed to American Numbers. Yeah. They should have <laughs> called it American Japanese Numbers, in my opinion. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. IMO Mason. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, should we move it along? I think so, yeah. We've had a good time. We've had a good time. But there's more good times to come in life and this show. Disagree. Okay, what's the next segment, though? Uh, what we read. Yep. What we're going to read. Whoa! I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? Wow. Uh, hello. <laughs> wow is right. I know you watched a Godzilla movie. We That's recently true. talked about it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Did you watch anything else or read anything else? I mean, I didn't watch anything else but two things. One, one. I'm going to watch Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. i got to watch that. Isn't right? that also like a retelling? Re- well, it's different. I don't want to – I don't want to – I know I know a little bit about it, but I don't want to – I don't want to get into it spoiler-wise. But so Brian Lee O'Malley who wrote and drew the original Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And I, and I think pretty, I it's a dog on top of your child. Yes. And what in the <laughs> trying my, to suffocate your child. But the monitor of my daughter and my dumbest dog is in there. Yep. And that's saying <laughs> trying something. to commit a murder. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll just finish this segment, then you can go save your daughter. <laughs> sure. But yeah, so, so as I understand it, Brian Lee O'Malley, who's who's also producing this one, mm. and you know, and I like I really think this is great that that uh because he's still involved with this, mm. he hasn't just gone, okay, let's just do the movie again or let's yeah. just do the, the, the comic, comic again. again. Yeah. 
uh, you know, let's let's move it along. And if if you're a fan of the comic and the movie, I'm sure you'd be, as I am, I'm like, yeah, sure. I would love to see a, I mean, I'm not that big a fan because I haven't watched this yet. But yeah, yeah. As I understand it, it takes a different direction. I'm going to say. Well, at what point does it take a different direction? Like two episodes in. Oh, wow, okay. And there's like, it's like a 10 episode run. Okay. So, but um, yeah, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're masters of the universe revelationing it. Oh, my God. So, uh, so it's a, a different take on it, which I think is good. So um, He-Man's gay or whatever people think yeah, about that? Yeah, that's what the show is about. Oh, it's just cool. ten episodes of that conversation. I love that. Pretty good, right? But I'll tell you what I've been actually listening to. Mm. Did you know this? I liked Masters of the Universe. Yeah, me too. People don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that Killian Murphy has an occasional radio show on BBC Radio 6? No. Well, he does, and it's back. What's it called? It's called Killian Murphy's Limited Editions. In it's relation like, to what? It's just a. It's just. I think it's because it's a limited show. It's like four or six episodes. Of, yeah. Every once in a while. Is it live or does he record them? It's. Uh. It's record. It's pre. Does he take call-ins? <laughs> no, but he does take emails. Oh my god. Cillian dot Murphy at bbc.co.uk. Oh if you want to email in. Um. But it's just. It's. 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 I think. What was it like to play the scarecrow? Fine. It was fine. Are you in Tron Aries, the new Tron movie? No, I'm not. That's Jared Leto. I, I don't want it to be Jared Leto. <laughs> it's too bad. Can you hear me? Even though this is an email. Yes. No. I've just predicted what you're going to say. I like that Cameron Monaghan's in it. I like him. But oh, why, yeah. Oh, that's great. But why is why is it a Jared Leto movie? He's got a good Asian, I guess. But doesn't he suck? Um. Yeah. You can say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Killian. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hang up on an email. He's doing it. He's doing it. But it's interesting because, it's again, it's just sort of like it's late night tunes and it's kind of like very vibey and he's just he talks to the audience. and, uh, and you Is know, it a podcast also, I assume? Well, it's on. I've been listening to the, the current ones are on the BBC iPlayer, I guess. Okay. And the old ones are not on there. So what you have to do, all the talky bits are on YouTube. Yeah. But obviously the, the music, music isn't be, for yeah. copyright reasons. But someone has put on Spotify all the oh, that's all fun. the playlists in order, yeah. so you can just sort of listen to him talk, and then he'll be like, "And here's a song from whoever," and then uh, you just go to the playlist and you can listen to it. Also, he's like he's quite involved in it. He's made a series of really really bad station idents, like deliberately on purpose. He's like, <laughs> "Here comes an exclusive," and it's like him with like a Dalek like vocoder over the top, and it goes exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> And I'm like, this dude's just like me for real. <laughs> and what's also interesting is because I, I heard about this and I went to listen to it and I'm like, surely this isn't coming out in the wake of Oppenheimer. But it is. He's just gone back to this, this. radio show. And, oh but my, he doesn't mention incredible. it all. He isn't like, oh, by the way, I've been busy because I was in one of the biggest <laughs> movies of the year and I'm probably going to win a bunch of awards and maybe an Oscar for it. He's just like, and welcome back. I'm in, a, I'm in the weird basement. Here I am and I'm, here's my radio show. So it's very nice. It's very calming all and right. like cool music. I'm going to check that out. And he's that like, here's fun. some music my son recommended or whatever. Yeah, and right. It's cool. Yeah. So there you go. It what about a, yourself, He was a scarecrow. He was a scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he was Bobby um, Oppenheimer. I watched a movie. Bobby. Yeah, it's true. I watched a movie which I've been in to watch for a while. Uh, it's a streaming movie called The Royal Hotel. Oh, you did watch it? I did, yeah. Did you go to the movies? I didn't. No, it's on streaming. Is it? Yeah. Because it's at it's at the movies at my local movie theater. Well, Mason, it's on streaming. Well, I'm going to watch it on streaming. If you know what you're doing. Oh. Yeah. Can you show me later? Sure. Okay, great. With streaming and so forth? Hang on, let me just check this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, where did I watch this? It's on Prime. There we go. Okay, right. I'm like, how did I watch this? Am right. I wrong? Did I go to the movies? No, it's no. on Prime. Um, I don't know wherever you're – anyway, basically, uh, it's it's based on uh, – It's got Peg from Glass, Peggy from Glass Onion. That's true. Peggy from Glass Onion is in Whose real name is 
Jessica Hennick. Yep. Uh, so it's yeah. So it's Jessica Hennick and it's uh, Julia Garner, who you might know from um, bloody what? Uh, what's it? Uh, f- uh, fucking Jason Bateman does Breaking Bad, the show. Oh, Ozark. Yeah. Maybe it's got Hugo Weaving as well. Okay. You might enjoy. All right. So it's this um, these two backpackers who are I think American, but they tell everyone they're Canadian, which is a thing apparently. American. Oh, that happens all the time. So, if you yeah. see if you see somebody with a with a Canadian flag on their backpack, they're either Canadian or they're American, and they're trying to trick pretending everyone. to be. Mm. Um, so basically, they go uh, to the, they're running out of money on their trip around Australia, so they decide to their tripo. That's right. They decide to go to this remote um, non tropo on their tripo. That's right. This remote mining town to work at a pub there. And it's awful. It's an awful time, and everyone in the town is awful. Would you and say it's akin to Wake and Wake Fright? Wake and Fright, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably not as harrowing as Wake, Wake and Fright, but also it's quite harrowing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, basically, I don't know, uh, people in Australia probably have had experience with this. I know I have because I've lived in remote areas. Every now and then you'll just come across a place like this, and you're like, this is a bad vibe place. <laughs> uh-huh. Am I going to get killed here? Yeah. And you know what? You might. Are they going to kill me and then stuff me in the big banana? <laughs> so, or the big prawn? Yeah, just that idea. Or the and big I'm, worm? The big worm, yeah. Of like, and I've like, I've lived in places like this for like extended periods of time. Just like the isolation and like mm. the loneliness and just like the grubby people. And oh wow, can, yeah, yeah, brutal. Not everybody. But what you about get, the nice cafes? There aren't any. Not not the cafe culture. Not where I live. <gasps> Um, and you kind that of is terrifying. you get drawn into this kind of you become like part of it to mm. an extent. So um, anyway, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Check it out, the Royal Hotel. Did I recommend Limbo on this? Oh, the on game. This oh, it's directed by Kitty Green. Um, she did a really good job. Uh, yeah, I did. I definitely did. Simon Baker's in it. It's black and white. Oh, okay. I'm going to re-recommend that. That's it's right. An Australian yeah, yeah. movie about a Simon Baker plays a detective and he goes to a, a like a mining town. And he goes, "I'm the mentalist, but I'm back in Australia." That's right. If that's where I was from in that yeah. show, yeah. They call me Mento. They call me Mento. Yeah, that's right. Wow. They, no, they call me Freshy, which is short for the fresh maker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mentos, Mento, the mentalist. It's perfect. It's that's perfect. That's how Australian nicknames work. That's exactly right. Yeah. Freshy. Yeah. It's me, Freshy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, two great things, three great things to check out. So all the things. same. Basically, you can watch any of those and you get the same vibe. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, Limbo, the uh, Royal <laughs> that's Hotel. That's exactly right. It's all fine. Uh, uh, Kelly Murphy's Weird Radio Show. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good too. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Murphy's, Murphy's Weird, Weird Radio, Radio Show. <laughs> where people keep asking him, yeah. the, was he the scarecrow? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, I was. He was. I was. <laughs> Just to clarify. Also, Are you in Tron 3? No. He gets like he would get like no money for this. Oh, absolutely right? not. Yeah. No, surely or not. Or very little if it's yeah, a BBC yeah. budget. Mm. Great, love they that. They probably charge you for the bandwidth for all the weird emails. That probably do, yeah. yeah. All right, should we move to the next segment it's of the show? time for letters. I'm going re- to play the letters theme. For uh, your weird loud phone that you bought. Yeah, well, I've, I've set the volume to medium. Okay. So let's see how it goes. All right. It's, it's, not, it's a nice phone. I don't like it. What if, I needed to, what if we needed to hear something really loud? Yeah. We, we just wouldn't. No, we wouldn't, though, would we? Mm-hmm. The classic one was letters. You never know what you're doing. Letters. We love you. Some letters. They're only a Okay, I think I found the sweet spot. Halfway down, too low. Yep. Top volume, too high. Three quarters, perfect. Three quarters, Three nice. Three quarters. 
Uh, Mason, if you do want to reach the show, you can hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Why would I want to re- reach the I show? I know, you're already on the show, etc. Or Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail. You don't know that. I do, because you're here. Oh, Weekly yeah. Planet Pod at gmail.com. Sorry, I'm just getting defensive. I can tell. <laughs> can you? Now, my letter this week is from famous director Jordan R. Vogt Roberts, who wow. directed Kong Skull Island. Wow, well, all of mine are from real people with real <laughs> lives in the real world. This is interesting that we both live different lifestyles. Different, mm, yeah, we live in yeah, different yeah, circles. Yeah, yeah, that's you right. Know? You, you know, you're drinking champagne. It's true. Over there with Mr. Walter Roberts. And the Illuminati. Yeah, that's right. And I'm drinking pig swill with a bunch of garbage people. And I'm loving it. <laughs> All right, so basically, I mentioned this last week, but we recently reviewed Kong Skull Island on Caravan of Garbage. And that's in right. summary, we really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fucking fun and great movie. Anyway, he watched uh, he watched that, but he's also apparently been watching this for years and he sends very kind things. But he also sent through like a list of like, Behind the scenes stuff, including like things that we got wrong and inspiration, oh, and, that, okay. that I'm gonna, and some other things that I won't mention here. Oh, um, <laughs> nice things. Okay, just sure. Clarify. But yeah, so if you'll indulge me, Mason, Please. I'll do this now. So we mentioned at one point that there's like a first person um, shooting segment, and he says, and we mentioned something like, and I think I got this from IMDb that it's taken from Call of Duty, but he says I don't play Call of Duty, and Mason Weaver was based on Sigourney Weaver. But I had to clarify that I'm not a cod obsessed bro. Oh, okay. Uh, he said the skull crawler was not based on the goat Cubone, but the first angel seen in Evangelion. Oh, wow. and you can see that. If you're yeah, like, right, you know, right, right. Okay. I can't believe I missed that because I'm a big anime guy. You know yeah, that. I know that. Yeah. And also the original skull crawler design was way cooler and they slowly kept shifting it to a, uh, it's a bit more dinosaur-y for his tastes. I see. The third influence of the skull crawler was back from the 1933 Kong movie and it's the creature crawling upside down in the canyon. Supposedly it has back legs but it's not seen in the film so it's really the only non-traditional dinosaur in the movie. I see. Uh, the skull crawler was in Kong was originally called MacArthur until the studio made me change it because they can't sell toys like that. I like that oh, idea. because the World War II guy would have named him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. I like the idea of having a weird human name it, like when a cat is called Kevin. The idea that the P fifty one zero pilots would have uh, named him after the general because you can't stop him. That's why there's an entire joke in the movie about how the name is dumb. In my canon, all the creatures are actually nameless, as no one has studied the island thus them not being given names. I found out some of those names during the press tour. Oh, I yeah. see. Uh, the idea for the World War II cold open was, yes, to have a, a Kong kill a giant quadruped ape that looks similar to Peter Jackson's version to send a message. That, <laughs> that Peter Jackson sucks. Yeah, that's, yeah, specifically, yeah. No, that um, that the king has retur- returned uh, in its 1933 bipedal form and this idea obviously got killed. That's interesting as well because there is a Japanese Godzilla film mm. where the Godzilla in that movie... I can't remember what it is. Is it Mos- Godzilla 2000, is it? Or? Yeah, but he kills the he kills the, the 98 version. Godzilla, 97, yeah, yeah. 98 Godzilla in, in what, like one punch. Yeah. So that's fun. Exactly. Um, part of showing Kong up front was a reaction on my behalf to Gareth's film because obviously they, yeah. they kept mm-hmm. a lot of um, Godzilla in that until later on in the movie. But it was also inspired by Bong Joon-ho's The Host that shows you the creature in full daylight almost right out of the gate. We yeah. love that movie. If you haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Fucking incredible! It's I mean, a, he directed Parasite, so yeah, that's yeah. true. But he also—it's a—it's a movie about like a kind of a, a a horrific like sea creature monster that emerges and yeah. starts slaughtering people. And the only defense is a family, like they're a close knit family, and they like own a food truck, but they also were all like freedom fighters and all. <laughs> They're all just they're all just it's, like, well, better get out of the Molotovs. Yeah. And that's, you know. I think Weta did the special effects yeah. as well. It looks amazing. It's a really good it's from like two thousand six. Yeah, something like that. Because we I remember we hired that just to be like, oh yeah, let's see. Yeah. And it was it's amazing. 
Um, in my head, I sort of conceptualized the movie thinking of what if the 1933 movie happened, but they never made it off the island. So the boat they find in the temple was meant to be the boat that they took in that film. Interesting. And that con continues to grow. The traditional dinos we saw died off, and there's a bunch of weird hidden shit like that. One of the things I'm still proud of is when the spider bamboo legs goes through the spider's mouth. It's a clear reference to cannibal holocaust. Still can't believe that got in. Yeah, that's a wild thing to put in yeah. a movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's, I love that monster. I think that's like so yeah. just, just upsetting. Uh, Hiddleston was never going to fight a giant snake, which is something that we said. Something you said, I think, actually. Oh, yeah. We had so many incredible creatures designs, and the tiger with antlers was definitely one of the coolest. Giant ants were never planned. John C. and I did a bunch of improv once we fell into a groove, and, there were, and that was a completely improvised line. Ironically, I think they released a board game or a comic years later with giant ants. Um, he also mentioned how that, like, he appreciated how we mentioned that, like, not all these animals are trying to kill you. Some yeah, are just, right. And uh-huh. he said he tried to put a lot of that in there to yeah, be like, yeah. this is like its own ecosystem going on yeah, as well. I, yeah, giant ants as well. Like, that was sort of a – that feels like a like a 1950s throwback. Like, they were always, like, irradiated giant ants. Yeah. Do you remember it came from the desert? Absolutely. It was like a video oh. game that was like – Oh, vaguely? A giant ants in it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that kind of like destroy humans, that kind of, like, throwback? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Also, I mentioned this last week, one of Warner Brothers' first notes was, how much can you cut John C. out of this movie? Brilliant. They didn't think his tone could coexist with the rest of the film. After much back and forth and then seeing the testing, it really is a stealth John C. movie, and the tag with him returning to his family was picked up at the very end once they realized what an asset he was. And he also said, uh, and for the love of God, I've never played a Call of Duty game. Smiley face, <laughs> which would be fine. Yeah, You're sure, allowed sure, sure. to play them. I mean, it's just the denials. It's are really yeah, it's interesting, co- isn't it? Making me think of, ask a lot of questions. Yeah, that's right. Uh, although the genre first-person uh, shooter reference, that, that they're clearly there. There's a bunch of other stuff that he talks about in it and other influences. I could have I gone on, Mason. Could have gone on. And maybe I will. Uh, we also talked a little bit about his movie, The Kings of Summer. if you've ever seen that. It's oh, like yeah, a coming-of-age story. If you like, like, Stand By Me or... I do. Then there you go. It's it's really, really good. And I was like, I love this movie. And, he's, and he was like, I a lot of people, like, haven't seen that movie. Uh-huh. And I just assumed that, like, no, everyone's seen this movie. Yeah, it's an right, incredible uh-huh. movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. But it's also got, like, some names that you will know. Ooh. It's got Nick Robinson in it, uh-huh. um, who went on to be in Jurassic World and, and oh, various yeah, yeah, other right, things. Right, right. Nick Offerman's in it. Yeah, Erin uh, Moriarty's in it. Oh. Like, so it's there's few, like, breakout roles in there it. There you go. Um, anyway, Kings of Summer from 2013. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and, yeah, I just think, yeah. That's anyway, thank cool. you, Jordan, my good friend Jordan. Wow. For, um, you call him Geordie? Yeah, no, sometimes. Wow. You can't. But, yeah, uh, no, clearly. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you so much for sending that all in. That was yeah, that was that's fun. I love I love that. I love a little behind the scenes, yeah. a little tidbit. Won't get that anywhere else, will you? Absolutely not. You certainly won't get it from our video. <laughs> no, care about our video where we got a bunch of things wrong. Won't get it there. What have you got from the grubs? Here's a few. Mason. Here's a few mails from the grubs from the from the commoners. <laughs> Should we just, Sorry, everyone, but it's true. Do you think we should have exclusively film directors right in now, though? Don't you yeah, think? I think so. Yeah. That would be better for the profile of the podcast. I think so, yeah. I mean, what we could do is we could do – we could do you could you could uh, get emails from directors and then we could we could lavish praise upon them. And yeah. then Mike could read out some some regular people and then we could boo them. So get <laughs> sure. your best boo ready for this one. Absolutely. I'm ready from to Barbara. Go. Uh, dear James and Mason, greetings from Poland. Poland? Long time listener, as a mother, a teacher, and someone who takes the tram on a daily basis. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All feel, of our influences. Feel your show was just made for me. Your two great mates helped me through some tough times, uh, like spending a month in hospital with my two year old, oh, getting my driver's license. He's fine now. Okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I'm not worried. Even without Hollywood healthcare, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, getting my driver's license at 35 or coming back to work after a long maternity leave. 
And she says some nice things about the podcast, which is very nice. Um, they've been watching the Caravan of Garbages uh, Godzilla ones. Yes. As we were watching Godzilla versus Kong a few weeks ago, I said something to the effect of, well, obviously everyone's rooting for Kong, meaning the audience. My husband was aghast. In his mind, Godzilla is the clear hero. We now both think the other one's crazy. So can, can you please settle this for us? Who do you root for and who's ultimately better, Godzilla or Kong? Um, I prefer Kong. I think God, yeah. I think Kong is made out to be the more sympathetic. Yeah, he's the underdog. That. That's what, yeah. exactly what I was going to say. You know, it's I. Th- it means I, w- he, I think j- for that movie specifically, though, yes. it's different depending on the depending movie. Depending on the, the the movie, um, and he wins in the Japanese, like in God's the original Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. I think Kong wins. Just kills King Kong, does he? No, no, uh, King Kong wins. Oh, does he? Yeah, he I thought that was ambiguous. No, it's I rewatched it recently. Okay, he puts him down and then he just walks away. Oh, he so, goes all right. And but in this one, at the, the uh, it's Godzilla, pretty yeah. much. Godzilla's pretty much the one. But I think it's I think we are meant to like Godzilla feels like the the dog, like the powerhouse. He feels like the guy who's not gonna yeah go down. So and and King Kong will eventually, or Godzilla will set him on fire. <laughs> Which is amazing that didn't happen, you know? Because <laughs> he's all fur. He's all fur. He's all fur, that guy. You'd only need to catch the corner of him, That's you know? Exactly I could, he'd, he'd, he'd have so much oil and yeah, yeah, grit yeah. in him. Who knows? Exactly. But very I, I think we're supposed to root for Kong for the most part. Yeah. And he's got the more sympathetic face, like he's been designed that way. I, I think. think also that if you but if you went into that movie with the movies in this continuity, yeah. I could see why you'd be like, well, Godzilla's the good guy. Because yes. he is in 2014. Mm. He's not in Skull Island. But yeah, then no, King of the true, Monsters yeah. he is again. So, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Mm. Whoa. Um, on a side note, my sons are 6, 4, and 2. These movies are not exactly... Your son anti- is 6, 4? Yeah, 6, 4, and 2. There's two of him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, these movies are not exactly age-appropriate, but they saw a clip once and became obsessed. Now, nothing makes them more happy than watching Godzilla and Kong punching each other in the face. Yeah, my son's... Am I a terrible that. mother? Nah, you're fine. Can I be the official irresponsible parent of the pod? Best wishes from Barbara. Thank you. Yeah, I've um, shown my son clips yeah. from that. I think one of the first things he saw that I was watching was the the, the scene on the battleships. Yeah, right. And my That's son was crazy. like, yeah. what is this? Right. And I really want to show him all of them. Uh-huh. But again, like we talked about with like Skull Island. like the, Some of, those <laughs> some of that stuff you can't yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I can't show him. I think I could show him the first one. See, because that's and the probably, thing. And probably – Godzilla versus Kong is more kind of like a marvelly kind of like Yeah. But movie. also here's the thing as well I think that it's it's not even like how smart the kid is it's what the subconscious does. Yeah. So I'm sure he he would watch those and be like oh scary cool whatever but then I think your brain per- as a kid your brain percolates on it and yeah. you would have a horrible nightmare. Exactly. And go oh now that's in my head forever. Now I'm sad. Thanks dad. Thanks, Dad. I was going to say, though, perhaps uh, she could get the kids on the Godzilla cartoon series. Oh, yeah. Like the, the 98 90s, one. Like 98, 99. Oh, yeah, that's series. not a bad idea. It's got monsters punching each other. It's good and fun, and it's I good like and fun. it. fun. Yeah. All right, anything else? Yeah, I got a few more emails. Oh, you don't wish. worry about them. You wish. Oh, did you only, do you not have any, do you have any tweets? Or you no, just... I do have some more ones. I actually got some from, uh, I got a tweet here Go from Afrotales Podcast who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Can you explain the Tomorrowverse and if it will be part of the new DCU? Go for it, Mason. No. That's what do you it? mean the tomorrow? I don't know what the tomorrow verse is. Just explain it. It's fine. I don't know what it is. I don't I'll wait. You, I don't know what you're talking Google about. Google it. <laughs> okay. No, I'll do it. I got it. So the tomorrow verse is the DC animated universe that began with 2020 Superman Man of Tomorrow. Oh. Some of the movies that's been in the tomorrow verse include they did The Long Halloween, they did Legion of Superheroes, Justice League War World. The next movie coming out in January is Justice League Cross on Infinite Earths. I so see. this is new DC continuity. Okay. Remember Superman with goggles, the movie or whatever they made? No. Superman's got goggles. What? He's got goggles because he's new and he's got goggles. He doesn't want to get wind and bugs in his eyes. No? Um, no. 
never mind. Okay. Anyway. What's the question? The, how, is it, how does the Tomorrowverse relate to the DCU? And the DCU oh. is James Gunn's new continuity. Oh, okay. So what we're saying is this being used as a test bed. I mean, or, it might be, but yeah. I don't think it started before James Gunn was close to coming on board. Yeah, right, right, right. The DCU is doing animated stuff. They're doing, for example, Creature Commandos, and that is connected to the DCU. But and is that Suicide Squad anime? Yeah, I don't think that's connected, no, though. Uh-huh. But this, so they're separate universes, essentially. Yeah, right, right, yes. right. Uh, the, I don't know. I think they're going to keep probably the, these separate universes going because these, these movies do well on streaming and whatever, I presume, yeah. DVD sales. So, yeah, the DCU continuity is different, but it will have animated stuff. Uh, worked in James, it. I love that. Anyway, I know you could have answered that if you wanted to. You no, I didn't, didn't want to, though. Yeah. I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of emails. Here's one from Joe. Joe? Who asked, should I quit my job? Yes. Hi, James and May. So I started listening in 2019 when I was working as a gym receptionist. Oh, my God. I played God. the podcast over the speakers when it was closed, and I would have to do the final wipe down, and I've listened to your podcast for every job I've had since. Uh, when I was working as a night receptionist, I was listen- I would listen to three or four podcasts in a row, so I feel as though every job I've had, you two have been there with me. Yeah. We have. And you're quitting? Uh, well, my current job is probably the worst job I've ever had. I'm a shopping mall cleaner, which doesn't sound too hard until you realize on average you're doing 25,000 steps a day with more responsibilities than you can juggle in the time, in the time frame. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah, listen yeah. to the Weekly Planet when I'm closing the public toilets. Trying to describe the condition the toilets are left in by the end of the day would be like listening to an audiobook of the Sony classic Morbius. So not great. Is an audiobook for Morbius? Yeah, maybe. And uh-huh. then Morbius flew through the wind like a big packet of chips. <laughs> there was smoke coming off him or something. Yeah. Or is that a metaphor? Is that in his mind? He's a bat. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he doesn't turn into a bat though, does he? <laughs> but he's like it. That's like a bat. So he's like a vampire? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, it's not really an audio book. It's just a guy like watching Morbius and explaining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this scene, he said Venom. So this, I guess, is in the Venom continuity, is it? Yeah. yeah. Now, I've heard this guy has a robot arm, so I'm really excited to see what his robot arm's going to do. Uh, anyway. Anyways, I'm Stephen Fry. Yeah. Oh, it's Stephen Fry doing it. Wow, that's great. You, got a, you get a good one. That's terrific. Uh, Joe says, I have no idea where I want my career to go. Do you think I should quit? And do you have any advice for finding a job that I will enjoy? Oh, man. I mean, you got time, man. Yeah, you got time. You got time. I pivoted full-time into podcasting at That's YouTube true. at 33. Mm. And now I'm 34. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's going great. It's going really good. going really um, well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, there is that thing. It's pretty standard advice, like do the thing you love, et cetera, and whatever, mm. and then make people give you money for it. That's true. Um, which I think is true. Mm. I think there are more – I mean, depending on what you like, there's so many opportunities now online for – any business. Oh, that's true. You know, you're not limited geographically for yeah, so many true. things. But obviously, depending on what, yeah. on what you but do. But I mean, also, uh, you know, if you don't, I've had plenty of jobs where it's just kind of like, yeah. you know, drudgery for a bit. Sure. <laughs> and I'm not just, just talking about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, focus on the positives while you're there. And yeah. I like, you know, for me, there's nothing better than not dealing with anyone Absolutely. and listening to a podcast and doing your own thing. I've so gone too far the other way, so now I'm like, I'm going to have to start dealing with some people because I'm I'm weird oh, yeah. and I think people don't like me in real life. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, but no, I understand this, like, I, at that age and even older, like, your jobs work, you know, you clean I mean, it doesn't, say, it doesn't say what their age is. Here. Oh, okay. We said 19 when he started listening and whatever. Started listening in 2019. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know then. <laughs> whatever. Well, whatever. But it's never too late. It's never too late. George not, Clooney didn't a, start until he was 48 I mean, he was already old. a famous actor. No, no, the, he didn't become a star till he was What I'm saying was that old. I did a lot of jobs, like, I'd clean toilets and McDonald's and whatever yeah, and true. all sorts of shit. And, um, and it's, you know, and now look at me. Yeah. I'm a huge success. That's right. And people are jealous. And if they don't like me, it's just that they're a hater. That's exactly right. 
Yeah. And after this, you're going to go clean the toilets. Yeah. Well, I do still clean the toilets. Yes. <laughs> At the local park. That's right. But you do that for fun. No. To remind you it's of your roots. It's not fun. Oh. It's my OCD. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the email. You got pl- regardless of your age, you got plenty of time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you one- better get started. That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I got one more email, James. Whoa! Uh, here we go. You ready for this? Always. Uh, here's from an email from Talia. Uh, I've been listening to the pod, been watching Mr. Sunday Movies videos on YouTube since 2015. Not to brag, but that's me. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody came up to me today and they said, "Are you Mr. Sunday Movies?" And I said, "I'm one of the Mr. Sunday Movies." <laughs> uh, there was so, a different that, person from the other person. Is that what? Is that what really happened? Yes. <laughs> You're one. I'm one of those Mr. Sunday movies. And then they left? They're always talking about, yeah. yes. Yeah. I've been a weekly listener of Weekly Planet, even as I don't really watch comic book movies or TV shows so much anymore. Same. Same, man. Same. Yeah. Well, we try uh, not to. That's true. I'm transgender. I've been in and out of gender-affirming surgeries for the past year. The whole time I've been listening to the pod, and I'm so grateful for James and Mace's parasocial company when I was recovering in bed for days on end. You're very welcome. Also, I come from a family of members of entertainment unions, SAG after ah. being one of them. I'm a former UAW organiser and my current day job involves, in, involves assisting entertainment unions like IATSE and Writers Guild of America, so I was seriously so stoked and impressed by your coverage of the strikes this year. It was truly some of the best coverage of the moment. Happy to do Solidarity it. Solidarity from Talia. You're very welcome. Thank uh, you, Talia. And I'm glad we could be there on your journey. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just That's a little right. bit in your ears. Uh, PS, live podcast for Hidden NYC. Do you have plans to do anything live in the States ever? We probably should. Yeah. That's but right. no media plans. Not currently, no. Also, I don't know. We I'm, tired. I don't know if people don't like me. Have a little I could well, go there and people would be like, we don't like you. You should do I'm a, like, well, why did you make me come here? Why did you buy all the tickets? To mock you. <laughs> and we tricked you into these stocks, and now we have all these rotten tomatoes. What? Yeah, that's right. We're going to hit you with laptops that have rotten tomatoes up on the browser. <laughs> Very heavy, these laptops. That does sound heavy. Um, yeah, uh, maybe. We'll have a little lie down and we'll think Yeah, about I, honestly, I, I would like to. And I'm leaning more and more towards doing something like that. Yeah. And, but I have made no real effort to do so. Are all the strikes over? I feel like there's a... Maybe... Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff like some rumblings happening and there's some been like some... Is there, but is there there's not... been some unionising Yeah, things. but has there not been... I don't, I'm not sure the ink is dry and all the signatures, all the votes have happened in the... Oh, you might the, be right on that, In the actor strike. Yeah. I think maybe that's not finished yeah. yet. I think you might be right on that. Yeah. I hate to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I hate to I do got it. One. I it's hate been it. 10 years and I got one. I'm right. Oh. Right. All right. Is that the show? That's the whole show. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it very much from the bottom of our... We do, don't we? Uh, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet. Just go up to Mason and go, are you Mr. Sunday Movies? And I'll say, oh, maybe. I'll never tell. <laughs> oh, uh, before, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a five-star review. Thank you for telling your friends about it. But the most important part is the five-star review. That's right. And, and if you leave one, James will read it out. Absolutely, I will. Just like Chuck Dog 45 he says, a great place, a great starting point for mechanics. I recently purchased a beat-up 1978 El Camino, just like the movie, Mason. Ooh. I had no idea that uh, what I was going to do or how I was going to get it running again. The podcast helped me greatly by describing the ins and outs of fixing up a classic car. Now that I've been listening to them for a while, I have taken the steps and that they say, <laughs> and that they list at the end of each episode to fix up my car and now my Camino runs like a dream. For your mechanical questions or just some Fun car trivia. Check out Weekly Planet. Great podcast. Grab that gem. You're welcome. That's right. You've got to check that alternator. You definitely got to. You've got to check that soon. If you've left your alternator unchecked, we we do, we take no responsibility. That's for right. That. Yeah. And yeah. this one's from Tommy Joe Wagner who says, it doesn't matter. Blah, blah, goo, goo, gaga. I'm a baby. So, huh. um, yeah, that's interesting too. Well, if you're a baby, remember. 
Yeah. Check that alternator. That's right. Because you could be in a lot of trouble. We will not be responsible if you do not check it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, like I said, uh, you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord for fun civil chats about podcasts and pop culture. We're happy have to a, let you. Have a good time over there. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to follow some people on the socials, first follow our friend Rob Collins. He's at Raw Collins on Twitter. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. He'll keep you up to date on all things Weekly Planet news-related. He has to. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Once he's finished deleting all those episodes <laughs> that you don't want out in the public anymore. <laughs> um, but follow him. Uh, follow me, uh, Wikipedia Brand on Twitter, Nick Mason on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. everywhere. If you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Movies. Chuck and a buck or a man you would not miss. That's right. That's right. Uh, or you can go to bigsandwich.co, nine US dollars per month, bonus podcast, movie commentaries, early videos. Wow. Yeah, we, uh, This wow, week right. we did a clickbait. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We, we got a, you found a very interesting article. That's was right. Was it the 50 most controversial something? Decisions in Hollywood or yeah. something. We, we're so gonna, we chipped we're gonna, away at that. Every once in a while we're going we're gonna to do 10 of them and see how yeah. that goes. And uh, yeah. Good time. It, it's pretty fun. I've yeah. decided we do an episode that didn't drive James to to. Uh, I actually enjoyed despair. that one. It was yeah, a lot so of fun. There you go. And also, what an insane article! Imagine having fun on a podcast. <laughs> I could never. That's right. Um, uh, thank you to the Bruce uh, and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. T-shirts at tpublic.com. Ah. or a mug or a pillar. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Why don't you get a t-shirt for your friend? Yeah, who doesn't know what the Weekly Planet is? But that's fun for them. And then you can be like, "Oh, you don't want it? I'll wear it." <laughs> And then they've given you a gift, and that's two gifts. Two gifts. You got two gifts. The perfect crime. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Next week, what are we doing? Uh, I think Doctor Who. I love that. The three Tenet episodes because will be out. The, the, there's been a couple out. One out already? Uh, there's been two. Okay, I've great. the first one. All right. Uh, but yeah, there'll be the third and one. there's going to be a big time regeneration episode, that's I right, guess. That's right. It'll go. Nice. Yeah, and it'll turn nice. to a new guy or whatever. I love that. And then everyone gets mad. And so on. <laughs> yes. And repeat. The cycle. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that, Jamie. You guys, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.